slides it out for Ekblad. Back to Hoffman, blocked by Polak and Price! Another spectacular stop! Broussard tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Marcel with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, welcome to the midweek episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Gil Martin, so glad you could join us and be here with us today as we talk all things New York Islanders, and we have got a lot to discuss on today's episode. We're going to look at three young defensemen who may be able to come in and fill the void. We've talked about the fact that the Islanders don't have a lot of forward spaces available in their lineup. A lot of veterans, no room really for some of the younger guys. Well, we're going to look today at some of the defensemen. Also, we are going to take a look at the Islanders' season-opening 13-game road trip, which, by the way, uh, is pretty close to an NHL record. We'll break that down and talk about that on today's episode. Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them that Locked On sent you. So we're going to start talking about this 13-game road trip. And it is not easy. It is actually going to be the second longest road trip in NHL history. And why are the Islanders opening the season with 13 games on the road? Well, uh, I think we all know that. It's because of the opening of the UBS Arena, the new home. They need time to complete it. And therefore, the Islanders open the season with 13 straight road games. And that is not going to be uh, an easy task, especially in the competitive metropolitan division. You get off to a very bad start on that road trip, and you may never catch up. You know, we've always talked on the show about the way the NHL point situation works, and you have that loser point for overtime losses and shootout losses. And yet, you know, those, it's sort of a double-edged sword when it comes to the standings. Because what it does is it keeps the standings looking really, really close. But at the same time, it makes it harder to gain that ground. So you may only be five points out of a playoff spot, but at the same time, uh, it's harder to make up those five points. So, you know, you, you you end up in a situation where, let's say, Carolina is playing Philadelphia. And the one thing Islander fans have to root for is not just that Philadelphia wins the game, but that they win it in regulation. Otherwise, both Carolina and Philadelphia get one point. One of them gets two points. And if the Islanders are trying to make up ground, it's harder to make up ground on both of those teams under those circumstances. So, 
you know, the loser point really does complicate things quite a bit when it comes to trying to make up ground, and we'll see, you know, whether the Islanders can do that. By the way, the 13-game road trip, second longest, the longest was by the Vancouver Canucks, and it happened during the 2010 Olympic break when Vancouver was actually hosting the Olympics. So at that point, you know, there was the time for the Olympics, but they needed setup time and breakdown time before and after the games were over. And so the Canucks went on a 14-game road trip back in 2009-2010 surrounding that Olympic break. The Islanders, with this 13-game road trip, will be the new all-time, you know, second all-time with that. And, you know, here's the thing. Uh, Last year... Islanders were 11-13-4 on the road. That put them in the bottom third in the league in road record. And I'll, I'll say this. You go through 13 games. If the Islanders can get 13 points in those 13 games, just be NHL 500 for those 13 games, I think they'll be okay. And, you know, here's what Lou Lamorello had to say about it. He said, training camp will be more important than ever as far as getting ourselves in shape, there will be less practice time, certainly during that period of time, because of the amount of traveling that has to be done, almost like when you're in the playoffs. So Lamorello pointing out that not only is it more of a physical grind to be traveling for 13 straight games, but the team will have less practice time. And that means that they will have to get into shape in training camp And, you know, here's the other thing, and I guess it is the flip side when it comes to this road trip. It could be a benefit because it certainly should help unify the team when everything is said and done and push comes to shove. We're going to look at the road trip. It opens October 14th, the season opener in Carolina, then two nights later in Florida. They are off. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, October 19th in Chicago, Thursday the 21st in Columbus, Saturday, October 23rd at Arizona, Sunday, a back-to-back game in Vegas on September 24th, that's a 10 p.m. Eastern time start, then a nice little break from the 24th to the 30th, so a whole five days off in between games, And then they're in Nashville for a matinee on October 30th. That's just the beginning of this lengthy road trip. Then they're off until November 4th in Montreal, November 6th in Winnipeg, a back-to-back game November 7th in Minnesota, a few days off. Then you go November 11th, Veterans Day, at the Devils. So at least the Islanders can come back to Long Island, be close to home, and just have that short trip to Newark, and then a break until November 15th, a Monday at Tampa Bay, the following night at Florida, and that ends the 13-game road swing. Not a lot of short trips. I think the New Jersey game is the only contest 
that is really truly local on all of these road trips. So, you know, no Philadelphia, no Washington, D.C., one game against the Devils, no games against the Rangers. Yeah, you got divisional games against Columbus and Carolina, but those are not the really close, uh, you know, road trips that don't involve a lot of travel. You could say Philly, Boston, Washington, uh, New Jersey, and the Rangers would be the five teams that really cut down on travel. Only one game like that out of the 13. So it's going to be a challenge. And this team is going to have to come out of the gate equal to that challenge if they hope to put together a solid season this year. I think they can do it. And again, 13 games, give me 13 points minimum out of those 13 games. And I think this team is set up for a lot. When we come back, we'll talk about three young defensemen who have a chance to break into the Islanders lineup this year. We've got our Islanders birthday of the day, a very popular enforcer who really made a difference for the Islanders during his time here. We've got that and a whole lot more still to come on today's Locked on Islanders podcast. So, Islander fans, today's episode is brought to you by your friends at Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. So why endure the often pointless or intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing only the brands their warehouse happens to carry? You have access to computers with rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. So why choose to spend 30, 50, or even 100% more from for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Rock Auto is a family business. They've been serving do-it-yourselfers online for 20 years, and their prices are reliably low and the same for every customer. They have everything you need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even a new Carpet. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in there. How did you hear about us, box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. This episode is also brought to you by DirecTV Stream. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, and you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you got your neighbors, best friends, log in for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle, and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called DirecTV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again, and the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at DirecTV.com. That's DirecTV.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Islander fans, by the way, if there's something Islanders related on your mind, you've got a question, a comment, a topic you'd like us to talk about, send us an email, the email address, lockedonislanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we'll be happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. 
You could follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Isles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I, and we'll keep you up to date on all the latest trades, rumors, signings, and all the news that starts once training camp opens as well. So make sure you stick with us because we've got it all here for you. And don't forget, starting next week, we go back to our Monday through Friday, five days a week schedule. So I'm looking forward, certainly, to that. So we were talking a little bit about defensemen and some of the younger guys who could possibly make the team. The Islanders have yet to make a trade after losing Nick Letty in the deal with the uh, Red Wings that freed up some cap space. Well, here are the three guys who could make it, and, it, you know, to me, you add Thomas Hickey to this, although he's not young, but he is another candidate. The first is Sebastian Ajo, and look, Ajo only played three games last year because he was on the taxi squad. He is at the point in his career where he has nothing left to prove in the AHL, but he has yet to consistently crack the lineup in the NHL. He has played in 156 games and has 105 points. Now, that's AHL plus his limited time with the Islanders. And he's good with the puck. He could do a lot of the things offensively that Nick Letty was able to do. He's, you know, aware. He can quarterback the power play. He's a good passer. The issue with Ajo is... He's not very big, only weighs about 175 pounds. He's 5 foot 10. Uh, and more importantly, I think, to the Islanders organization, his defense is not the ideal. Now, would the Islanders be willing and able to spot him, to put him on the third pair, let's say, and let him play? four or five minutes on the power play in a game and another four or five minutes at even strength, preferably when matched up against, you know, the fourth line of the opposition. Yeah, that's a stretch, but it's not something Barry Trotz tends to want to do. He likes to go with the veterans. He prefers uh, players who can get a lot more done in their own zone and may not be able to contribute as much offensively. So, you know, Ajo has his pros and cons. He's at the point where if the Islanders send him back to the AHL, that's really a waste. He's not reaching his potential. So maybe they trade him if he doesn't make the roster. Maybe he makes the roster. We have to see. The next player on the list is Robin Sallow. And Sallow, uh, you know, played in 51 games in Europe, put up 30 points. And, you know, that was with Orbro and, uh, of the SHL. And again, Sallow is offense first. But he really does fit the mold of what the Islanders are looking for on that second pair. He's got better size at six foot, 182 pounds. Uh, and he's better defensively than Ajo is. And the other thing about Salo that I think is beneficial is that the style that his team Orbro played is similar to the Islander style. It's a defense first, get back, cover, uh, be responsible in your own end, etc. 
So that is a benefit. And stylistically, if anyone could imitate what Nick Letty did, I think Sallow is that kind of guy. But here's the issue with Sallow. He's only played professional hockey in Europe, which means he probably will need a little bit of time in Bridgeport to acclimate himself to the narrower rink and the physicality of the NHL and the style of the uh, North American pro game. So it'll take him some time. Now, is it possible you start with Aho as the you know sixth defenseman or fifth you know third pair defenseman, and then move uh, midway through the season after uh, Salo has a little time, bring him up. Yeah, that is a distinct possibility. But again, it depends on how Salo plays, depends on how Aho plays, and it depends on what the team is comfortable with doing. The third player is Samuel Bolduck, and we've talked about him. Six goals, 14 points in 24 games at Bridgeport last year, and Bolduck was probably the MVP uh, of uh, last year, the Sound Tigers. This year, they'll be the Bridgeport Islanders. You want size? This guy has it. 6'4", 210. He could probably add a few pounds as he matures physically. He can certainly play a lot of minutes and, again, probably has a lot of upside. What he doesn't have, however, is doesn't have a lot of offensive ability and doesn't skate particularly well. So, realistically, he's only played 24 games as a professional so far, all of them with Bridgeport last year. If his skating improves, or at least is deemed good enough by the Islanders, I could totally see them going with him. He probably has the most upside of the three players we mentioned, and probably fits the style of what the Islanders are looking for. He's almost like, in some ways, a young Scott Mayfield, with the size and and the defensive ability, maybe has an even potentially better shot than Mayfield does. So, those are the three guys. And it'll be interesting to see how the Islanders handle it. Thomas Hickey, again, also a candidate to be in that third pair once the season starts. Some tough decisions coming up for Lula Morello. Balduck, to me, would make a certain amount of sense, but it's all dependent on his skating and uh, what's you know going to get the job done. A lot of choices. Training camp will tell and stick with us. We will get you through training camp every day uh, here on the Locked On Islanders podcast. So more to come. We've got a very popular Islander enforcer who is our Islanders birthday of the day, and we're going to share one of his magic moments on the ice, and it truly was something you wouldn't expect. So we'll talk about that and more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. We're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back to start another football season. And as always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this year. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive a 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit for signing up. Don't forget to use the promo code NFL100. 
from football, basketball, boxing, hockey, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. The fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports is bet online. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Today's episode is also brought to you by Built Bar. Did you know there are, Built Bar has so many delicious flavors? It really is the best tasting protein bar ever. And when you hear the flavors, you understand why Built Bar fans are passionate about their favorites. You've got coconut, mint brownie, double chocolate, cookies and cream, strawberry, cherry barcia, my personal favorite now, salted caramel, sweet and salty at the same time. You can't beat it. And if you haven't tried all the nine flavors, you can get a mixed box. They'll give you two of each of the nine flavors so you can figure out which ones you like the best. And not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, they're healthy too. Check out the macros. 17 to 18 grams of protein in every bar, only 130 to 180 calories, only 4 or 5 grams of sugar, and 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. All amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy, and Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Go to Built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day. And uh, yeah, we are a day late on this one as uh, Tuesday was actually the 55th birthday of former Islanders forward Mick Vakoda. Vakoda, undrafted, a native of Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, broke in with the Islanders in the 1987-88 season, stayed with the team through the 1996-97 campaign, then finished up his NHL career with brief stints with Tampa Bay and Montreal. And, you know, here's a guy who was tough as nails, a great teammate, worked hard, uh, you know, 6'2", 195, which back then gave him good size. Uh, During the 92-93 playoff run to the conference finals, played in 15 playoff games, uh, finished his NHL career, 573 games. Now listen to this, 17 goals, 46 points, 2,071 penalty minutes. So here's a guy who played 573 NHL games and scored 17 goals. So what's the one thing you wouldn't expect from Mick Vakoda? A hat trick. Well, if you think he didn't get one, you'd be wrong. Here is a player who scored 17 goals in his com- in his lengthy NHL career, and three of them came in one game. We go to the old Cap Center in Landover, Maryland, Islanders and the Capitals, October 20th, 1989. Islanders go with Glenn Healy in the net, while Don Beaupre was the starter for the Capitals, and in the first period, it's our Islanders' birthday of the day. Mick Vakoda getting us started. His first goal of the year, assist to Don Maloney and Jill Thibodeau at 10.08, one nothing Islanders. But Vakoda wasn't done. His second of the year coming at 14.40. Thibodeau, again, the only assist, 2 nothing Islanders. Then, less than a minute after that, Vakoda completes the hat trick. His third of the year, third of the game, Don Maloney and Jill Thibodeau again with the assist at 15.08. After 20 minutes, Islanders 3, Capitals nothing. 
In the second period, Dean Chanelf off for cross-checking. Michael Pavanka, his fourth from Scott Stevens. It's a power play goal at 340, 3-1. The Islanders' lead is cut, but they answer late in the second period. Randy Wood is third. Jeff Norton and Pat LaFontaine with the assist at 1405, 4-1 Islanders. But late in the second, the Capitals answer. First, Doug Wickenheiser, his first, from Rob Murray and Bill Holder at 15-22. And then, with the Islanders shorthanded, Alan Kerr off for cross-checking. Dale Hunter, one of the Islander fans' all-time favorites. Uh, his sixth on the power play from Scott Stevens and Jeff Cortnall at 17:39, And all of a sudden, it's a 4-3 game after 40 minutes. But in the third period, the Islanders get a power play chance. And they take advantage. Bill Holder off for tripping. Who comes through? Brian Trottier, the future Hall of Famer. His third from Alan Kerr and Jeff Norton at 18-25. Final score, Islanders 5 and the Capitals 3. For our Islanders birthday of the day, Mick Vakoda. Three goals, a plus three, seven penalty minutes, and five shots on goal. The only thing keeping him from the Gordie Howe hat trick was the lack of an assist. Glenn Healy, 26 saves. Islanders out shooting the Capitals 33-29 to in this one. So again, we wish a very happy birthday to former Islanders winger Mick Vakoda. He is was 55 on Tuesday, and he is our Islanders' birthday of the day. Don't forget, we are now on YouTube. So if you want to watch this podcast instead of just listen to it, check us out on YouTube. Look, Do a search for Locked On Islanders, and you'll get to see me uh, deliver this podcast. Same great content, but a different way to listen so or to watch now. So please let everybody know that that is now available, and check us out on YouTube. Betting on the Islanders doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast, it's hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favored picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts. That's going to do it for this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. We will be back with another episode on Friday. That'll get you through the weekend. We'll have all the latest rumors and all the latest updates. Plus, uh, yeah, don't forget, Monday, we go back to the full five-day-a-week schedule. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. For those uh, celebrating Yom Kippur, have a, a light and meaningful fast. We'll see you on Friday. And, of course, let's go Islanders.